When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the game plan. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Now, typically on the game plan, we're joined by Toby Rowland. But as we tape this, Toby is traveling with the OU men's basketball team for their showdown with Texas. T-Row will be on the Sooner Sports Podcast later this week as we'll recap what has been a pretty wild stretch for the OU men's basketball team that's coming up later this week. But obviously, without a doubt, the focus has to be on the Oklahoma women's basketball team who did some impressive things over the weekend in rallying to beat the Oklahoma State Cowgirls and a lot of it on the shoulders of Maddie Mann. Left-handed dribble in the lane, off left wing to Manning, open for a three. She's going to make it again! Maddie with her third three today. And the Sooners down one, 58-57. Dribbles into the lane, goes to the basket, feeds Dungey underneath, out to Ortiz. Now left of the circle to Manning for a three. Got it again! Maddie Manning with another three! Oh my goodness, and the Sooners have taken the lead 62-60. 235 to go. What a performance by Maddie. What a season so far. We had a chance to sit down with the Sooner star and just talk a little bit about her season, her career, and her future. You know, we've had a tough year. Uh, a lot of a lot of things that you don't want to go through. Um, we've had to go through as a team. Um, you know, family members passing away, just hard things like that. But, um, you know, I think that's what's made this year special so far, too, is um, how we've pulled together and um, held each other up whenever somebody's going through a time like that. Uh, you know, it really, it happens to that one person, but it really feels like it's happening to all of us in a way because um, you hurt so much for them. And um, to see that bond happening throughout the year, throughout the struggles, has been really awesome. Is basketball almost therapeutic then in, in a certain sense for you guys? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing we do. Uh, you know, we love to do it, but it's the thing that um, is consistent, I guess you could say, the thing you can always come to. Um, that's always going to be there. Like we, we talk about as a team, we can always go to the gym at night and um, put us some shots, and it seems like nothing else matters when you're doing that. Maddie, for you personally, you've been a, a case study in overcoming adversity through your career. If we go back to the early days and the first torn ACL and then the second, what was kind of the key to keep you focused and keep you going? Um, I think in a way, basketball is kind of all I've ever known, or sports, and sports really. Um, you know, basketball, I just started specializing that in college, but, um, you know, that's all I've ever known. So um, the thought of ever taking that away never crossed my mind. Um, I knew that I just had to be patient and that my time would come. Um, you know, I, I couldn't ever believe that I would put all those years into playing athletics and then it just be taken away from me. Um, so just patience throughout the time. I knew, I knew I'd get my chance to play. Now, with that said, your, your family's pretty important to that as well, too. I can't imagine what it was like. I mean, really can't imagine what it was like if I grew up in a house full of five sisters. So for you, as the youngest of six, having five brothers, what was that like growing up? Oh, man. I don't know how I made it out of the house. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, they just, they treated me like a boy. They treated me like another brother. And, um, but, you know, I think that's, that's what, um, that's a big, con or a big attribute to what, um, helped me get through what I, I went through here early in my career, too. Um, you know, they kind of toughened me up and, um, di didn't ever let me make excuses. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't pull the girl card or the baby card. Uh, they, they didn't want to hear that. So when I got here and was faced with some real adversity, that was the same thing. See, if I was in that instance, I'd probably go run into mom or dad, and, and they'd stand up for me. But uh, it almost seems like uh, mom or dad would be like, all right, Maddie, you got to toughen up, right? Uh, absolutely, <laughs> especially dad. <laughs> family they, seems they, they let us go until somebody's armor is about to be broken, that's for sure. Seems like family has been so important to you beyond just mom and dad, but extended. It's almost like the whole community of Ankeny. You know, we, we had the opportunity to go to the shed, and it's, it's really cool, Maddie. What was it like growing up in an environment where – Every Sunday, seemingly, not only every family member, but the whole town was there together almost. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking about that um, What the, the other day when on Facebook I got on and everybody was posting about the Iowa State game. And, um, you know, coming from having five older brothers, uh, you, you, you have to be involved in the, the community. Um, you know, like my parents couldn't get me everywhere, so I'd have people – uh, take me to practices, pick me up from practices, take me home, feed me, uh, just because my parents worked so much and couldn't be everywhere for all of us. So um, having the support from them, uh, like I feel like my brother's friend's parents are even, it's somewhat in some way my parents. It's it's crazy. And Ankeny's just a really tight-knit group. And, um, you know, I know they want me to succeed and be the best that I can be. What was the reaction the first time? Uh, when your when your teammates went there, what would that be your freshman year? I I don't think I think I was actually on that trip, but what was yeah. everyone's what was everyone's reaction when they first had an opportunity to go to the shed? First, they were like, "What is this place? Where are you taking us? Why are we in a barn in the middle of a cornfield?" <laughs> but then when we went inside, they thought it was cool. I mean, when you look around all the walls, my grandma has, uh, you know, I have nineteen cousins, first cousins on that side of the family. She has all her all our stuff hanging up from high school days. And uh, you can just tell that uh, we're, we're a really proud family. We're proud of what everybody's done, but we're really close. And um, to take them where I, I grew up going every single Sunday to eat dinner was pretty awesome. You know, I, I'm not trying to, like, uh, 
kiss up to you here, Maddie. You know how I think you're just amazing. So I, w- I was writing a piece on you for a magazine, and my first sentence was, if there was a student-athlete br- blueprint, no doubt the prototype would be playing forward for the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, you, to me, embody everything that anyone would want to put on a poster and say, this is what a student-athlete is supposed to be. What ingrained that in you? Because it's real simple. I think it's real easy for people to come to college and get caught up in just focusing on, on, on sports and not taking care of school, or getting focused on school and losing sight of training, or, or community outreach. I mean, you've somehow meshed it all together. What's, what's been the key to that for you? Man, I think it's I think it's the people I've had in my life. Um, just they they've never let me settle for anything, and they've they seem to always see um, a little more in me than maybe I saw in myself at the time. And um, you know, that's my family. That's the example my parents and my grandparents provided for me. And then, um, you know, I get here, and um, a lot of people would say that when you go through those injuries, you wanna you wanna turn away. But um, the coaching staff never let me, and they challenged me to grow and. Um, as a person when I couldn't grow on the court and, um, you know, just forever grateful for them and that um, all those, all the people I've been blessed with in my life, I, I really feel like, um, you know, they've, they kept me on their path, on the path. And, um, you know, it, it's a little bit of them in me, I guess you could say. That's cool. Um, Maddie, as you, as you get older, you know, you kind of look around and you go from being not you, I'm just saying in general, you go from being the youngest person in a setting. And the next thing you know, you look around, it's like, wow, I'm the oldest. What, what happened here? What is that transition? What's that transition been like for you uh, from freshman to senior year going from someone who, again, had to overcome the injury situation, but yet youngest person, true freshman. And the next thing you know, boom, here you are a senior and you're the leader. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how much time flies and, um, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like, like when I look back and I was a freshman and you had Whitney Hand, Lindsay Coleman, Jasmine Hartman were our seniors. And, um, I felt like they were so old and I don't feel like I'm old, (laughs) but I've been here just, I've been here five years. I don't know. It's crazy. What's this process like for you? I know you haven't talked much about it, and if you don't want to, I understand, but the process in deciding if you want to try to do a medical hardship, has it been challenging, or is it just you're focused on basketball right now, so you're not even worried about the future? Um, I think about it. Um, you know, I, I want to decide, obviously, before senior night, because um, I want to be a part of that. I want to have, have that, I guess, if I'm not going to stay, but... Right now, I'm at I'm at a point where I just absolutely love what I'm doing every day, and um, you know, to try to sort through that and what I want to do with my career, whether it's time to move on or not. Um, I think that's the biggest challenge. Is um, but everybody I talk to that's out of college says there's no hurry to get to the real world. It's funny. Everybody I talk to out of college says to stay, and everybody in college says you're crazy. Maddie, I'm 41 years old, all right? I took a job to come back to be on college, on a college campus at 40. So d- my, my advice has always been enjoy it as much as you can because after you graduate, you spend as much time trying to get back on campus as you possibly can. But then again, though, too, it's not just basketball. You know, you, you intertwine academics, and I mentioned the community outreach, and I know that a Final Four and a National Championship is important to you. But how equally rewarding is it when whenever you're able to give back to the community? Oh my gosh, that's that's what makes being a part of this program so awesome is the coaches uh, giving those op- providing those opportunities for us to do so and uh, you know pushing us to do so and give our time. Uh, you know, I think whether it's four years or six years, and maybe in my case, you you have this platform for such little time, and um, it would be a shame not to use it when you're here to 
um, affect people. That's what I think that's what we're here for, really. And the championships are kind of just a, a little add-on at the end. I, I know we talked about it earlier, but I, I want to go back to it one final time. Because, uh, again, we, we don't know. Maybe it was your final trip. Maybe it wasn't. But what's it like whenever you go to Ames and the, the Manning section slash Sooner section is able to make as much noise as the Iowa State section? It, it's amazing to see, Maddie, that that support from your community has to be something that's pretty special. Oh, my gosh, it's awesome. This, this, this time, <clears throat> I had a hard time getting into the game the first quarter. Uh, every time there was a dead ball, it felt like somebody was screaming at me in a different part of the stands trying to get my ticket, make sure I saw them. Uh, but it, it's awesome. I feel like I'm almost back in the Ankeny gym playing a high school game during that time. So it's really fun for me. Did I see a picture on Instagram of you in, like, an Iowa State uniform probably back in the early 2000s? Absolutely. I was in fifth grade. It was my first trip out to Iowa State. Really? Wow, man. <laughs> that had to be a pretty cool moment. Yeah. I actually got it for Christmas. My aunt was the Iowa State golf coach uh, a while back, and her and Bill Finley were really good friends. So for Christmas, I got to go to one of their shoot-arounds and tour the place and shoot with Erica Juno, who was an Ankeny grad, and then meet the coaches and go to the game later. So it was, it was awesome. Favorite Christmas present yet. That's awesome. So you, you mentioned basketball ended up being the focus, but Maddie, if you weren't playing college basketball right now, what sport do you think that you would have the potential to be at the D1 level with? Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Early in my career, I was decided between uh, basketball, volleyball, and soccer. Um, I was being recruited in all of them, and then it probably would be between uh, basketball and volleyball late. Um I just I chose basketball because of the challenge it provided. I felt like there's a lot more, um, a lot more growth to be there and uh, to happen, and uh, a lot more things to do on the court versus a volleyball versus a volleyball court. Um, but yeah, probably volleyball. I would say. So, I, I originally wanted to pull the Carly Roethlisberger, but I kind of <laughs> messed that up with my ACLs. <laughs> Carly playing mi- uh, multiple sports whenever she was at OU. Two more quick ones, and and I'll let you run, Maddie. I know you're busy, and I appreciate your time. For you, what has this coaching staff meant? Because a lot of times for college athletes, you might have a couple of different assistant coaches during your four or five years or maybe six that you're in college. But for you, it's been that same crew. You've had Coach Cole. You've had TK. You've had Jan. You've had Coach DaCosta. What has that meant to you to have that core with you from day one? Um, It's been special. And I know that, you know, they'll be with me whatever – I decide to do next year and within my career uh, there always there always be people that I can lean on um, you know like I said earlier <clears throat> they're they're all of them just push me um, they all see something in me that maybe sometimes I don't see myself and never let me settle for anything less than that image um, so to have those people in my life I'm forever grateful for that it's crazy we've sat here and we've talked for almost 15 minutes and I haven't even asked you about this year's team so let me get <laughs> let me get at least one question on that Maddie before I let you run uh, obviously it's been a nice run. Uh, I know it was tough against Texas in Austin, but again, a game that was a, a two-point game until the final four minutes. What's kind of keyed this resurgence at the, uh, resurgence at the start of Big 12 play for this squad? And I don't know, you feel like the sky's the limit with this team? I really do. I feel like we're so close to you know, being amongst or being able to play with the best teams in the country. Um, you know, It's just that fine line that we're, we keep jumping over for some glimpses of a game or some quarters, but um, you know, we, we just haven't hit the full game yet. Um, but I, I have full faith that we'll put it together before before the main time, before the tournament, when it really matters. Um, yeah, it, it's been fun. It's been fun to 
um, you know, learn throughout every game. We, we've really focused on what we can learn from him and grow. Um, so I'm excited for, for, to, for that to continue and then for the end of the year. You know, I, I think I kind of botched the point that I was trying to make, so I, I hope this clarifies it. I don't think there is ever going to be someone for women's sports, maybe even across the board, that personifies what a student athlete is supposed to be like Maddie Manning. And I get the biggest kick out of talking to her, watching her, and we didn't even talk about how successful she's been in the classroom as well, too. So good stuff from Maddie Manning. Remember, the OU women's basketball team is back home on Wednesday night as they take on Iowa State. Get out and support the Oklahoma Sooners against Iowa State on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All right. No one has covered Maddie Manning and this women's basketball team closer than Jessica Cootie. I caught up with the Sooner Sports TV reporter to get her perspective on that Sooner come-from-behind win against Oklahoma State. I mean, it's bedlam, right? I mean, that's, you never know how those games are going to go. And, uh, I mean, shooting the lights out of the gym. And we're 7-for-7 seven seven to start the game. And, you know, I always kind of talk to the assistant coaches at halftime and, you know, uh, Chet kill always says the defensive scout, and he, was, he said, you know, I can't even think about the way that, I mean, the defense, because they just literally made everything that they shot there, especially to start the game, and they were not missing. I think they shot, at halftime, we're shooting like 75% from the field. So it's like, I mean, you just kind of have to weather the storm when a team's shooting like that, and they did, and then finally got some buckets to go down there in the second half when Maddie started – you know, hitting those shots, and that's that's what Jan Ross has said. She's like, we just need to have somebody hit a shot, and then usually that's when the dominoes fall. And so that's kind of what happened. Maddie hit the shot, and um, then she gets going. And and uh, I talked to Maddie um, on uh, Sunday morning at shootaround, and just kind of talked to her about, you know, what was the biggest thing you took away from the Texas game, and she said we need to find somebody who can step up and make the big play when we need it. And so she became that person yesterday. You know, that was, that was one thing that, you know, was kind of, you know, she said, we, we as a team, we've got to find that if we want to continue to have success and, and make a deep run and continue to make noise in the Big 12, somebody on this team has to step up to make the big play. So she became that person yesterday. And, uh, yeah, she was just fired up, obviously, in that post-game interview. Yeah. and I thought, and, it, was, I thought it was cool that she said that she was drawing some inspiration from Jordan Woodard. Woodard. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about that next. You know, it's you talk to so many student-athletes and coaches, Jess, and I've had the opportunity now with the podcast and some of the uh, stuff we do on Sooner Spotlight to kind of get close, not nearly as many as you get to talk to. But the cool thing is how they always support each other. And I just don't mean teammates. I mean from sport to sport, how the women's basketball team sports men's basketball and vice versa. And then you'll see women's basketball players at volleyball games and uh, football players out at softball. Everyone seems to support everyone. And I, I think we sometimes lose track of just how athletes from other teams can inspire athletes on other teams and I thought that was a really cool moment because what Jordan has done the last couple of games is a great example to follow and Maddie has yeah well I mean Jordan literally um took over the game at West Virginia and you know even he uh in especially in the second half against Iowa State um you know to get the team 
and it's right there with Iowa State. I mean, he was he stepped up and made the clutch shots, and um, you know he wasn't he's not scared to take the shots, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like Maddie, you know, is is taken away is okay. I've got to be aggressive. Like if no one else is, somebody has to step up, and might as well be me. And you know, so I thought that was really cool that you know she had said that. That was really um, you know interesting that she um you know can draw inspiration from that and then also i thought it was really funny that when coach cole said that she told maddie she was mad at her at halftime and maddie was like well you know sometimes it makes me mad so it just really makes me play harder or something like that whatever she said about it i thought that was pretty funny you know they have a cool relationship uh coach cole and maddie yeah they really Uh, do they really i got a a funny story about that we did this uh they played this gotcha game at the end of the shoot around and they kicked Maddie out and she was just as mad if she is, she would have been a shoot a loss. I think in the national championship game, <laughs> this is somebody who she hates to lose. And she was sitting there just, she was pouting. I told her, I was like, you're over here pouting. Like, I'm not answering any of your questions. <laughs> so she was uh, she was just so competitive. You know, and Coach Cole came over and was kind of hugging her, and she was just like, okay, now channel that. Now just channel that. So they have a really neat relationship. Um, you know how they – I mean, Maddie's been around five years now, and she's so smart and sees the game so well um, that she's like – she literally is could be like another coach on the floor. So – she just gets it. Um, she sees things in a way I think that a lot of people don't. And that's why I really enjoy kind of talking to her is like it's like talking to another coach because she just gets the game so well. It's just like second nature. I So on Friday, we taped the podcast interview with her. And it's you know it was a really rough week for the OU women's basketball team because Tiana Edwards' mother's uh, funeral was held and – I thought Maddie said something pretty incredible, Jess, and uh, if the podcast with her is, I mean, I'm just so pumped to release it later today at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. She said when somebody has a loss and we've dealt with things you never want to deal with, you know, in college or in life, everybody hurts because it's not just that she's part of a team, she's part of your family. And I think sometimes we just kind of gloss over how challenging that has been for this team because one of their favorites lost her mom, you know, at a very young age, and everybody hurts for that. I mean, I think basically what all day Thursday was the funeral and spending time with uh, TT and her family, Jess, that's a really hard thing to overcome for uh, anyone in life. But think about 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds. I can't even fathom it and how they were able to overcome it. Yeah, you just, I mean, it's like this is any sport team and, and college team, but I think especially with Sherry Cole's teams, I mean, you that's you're with those people day in and day out, all, almost all day, every day, especially during the season. And, you know, with, um, with TT, I, she came in, she was actually the class, obviously behind Maddie, um, but so Maddie's been with her for four years. And, and you know, that's, that's a team that's, that's pretty – got a lot of experience they've kind of all played together for a long time you know if you think about it um you know joya uh derica and and just the the with all so many seniors and then um peyton and uh so you it's already you already become a family it's already become 
that. But then when Sherry Cole's teams kind of, it's like another level, how, how close knit they are, how the family atmosphere. And so, yeah, it's just, it's devastating. And, you know, you, it's, I mean, just think if that was one of your family members oh, going gosh. through that, that's how they're feeling, you know, that's, that's how they feel because they're so close. And, um, so yeah, it's devastating. It's, um, you know, hard. To, and then you, it's not like they're, they're giving you any time off from playing ball games. You have to get right back out there and keep playing. And, and so the, the best thing that you can do is go out there and dedicate it and, um, you know, play to honor her and her family. And I think that's what they've done. They've tried to, um, you know, um, continue to, to look at it as, okay, this is what we're doing for her because you very easily could, yes, get, get, um, let it derail you and, and understanding understandably so, but that's not what Tiana would want. That's not what her mom would want. And so they've kind of, you know, again, just, uh, decided to, uh, make the rest of the season about, about their family. So there you have it. Uh, Jess with great perspective and obviously, one of the uh, one of the more impressive people that you will talk to wearing a University of Oklahoma uh, Sooners jersey, Maddie Manning. Thanks for joining us on the game plan. As always, we want your feedback. Hit us up on Twitter at OU on the air at Sooner Sports TV. And until the tailgate, which will take coming up on Thursday, Toby Rowland will rejoin us. Everyone have a great week. Enjoy the basketball action. And until next time, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.